0: Let's pray. Holy Spirit, we invite you into this time of sharing your word, and we ask that you speak to us through the power of it. Nothing is off limits to you. We open ourselves fully to you and your word and your work in Christ's name. Amen. So today is the day of Pentecost. It's... A day that represents the coming down of the Holy Spirit of Christ to man. It's also the day that the Jewish people commemorate the the giving of the Ten Commandments to them in, in the desert as they were freed from slavery. It's the flashpoint of the beginning of the church today is a holy day. And I want to speak of holy things. The ancient Celtic peoples of Ireland called the Holy Spirit Angia de the wild goose. To chase a wild goose is to zig and to zag and to walk and to run and to crouch and to sneak and to creep and to pounce, all with the idea that one day you may reach out and grab and therefore be able to feast upon. Chasing after the Holy Spirit for these early Irish people was a wild goose chase. Such has been the story of the past week for me, chasing, missing mostly, zigging, zagging, tripping up my feet and falling down, getting back up and reaching again. I think it would be safe to say that this has been a week with a level of spiritual warfare like I've never experienced in my life in any one concentrated point ever. Our bishop spoke to a group of his priests not too long ago. And he said to us what it would cost to be in ministry. He was being very sober about it. He said, men, if you don't have the stomach for loss, if you don't have the stomach to walk through pain, then you need to get out now while you can. He said the only thing you possibly have going for you at this point is your brokenness. Your charisma can get you a little ways. Your administrative gifts, they can take you a certain distance. Your visionary mindset can get you a little further down the road, but none of that will ever bring what is absolutely necessary. Anki Glass, the Holy Spirit. I feel so weighty this Pentecost morning. I feel like I need to communicate some things by way of example and by way of warning and by way of counsel, and I feel like it's impossible to pack this into a half an hour, so track with me close. One of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is the word of knowledge, and I believe for some that's what this may be. If you have a Bible, turn with me to the first letter of John, First John chapter 2. Beginning in verse 1, we read, My little children, I'm writing these things to you so that you may not sin. I love how John opens this with such a calming pastoral voice because the backstory of what's going on here is that there's division. Some people are arguing with each other. They're seeing the same thing, but they're taking it in completely different ways. Most of this has to do with who Jesus actually is and what sin might actually be. So John's coming in basically saying there's something bigger than this here. And he uses this calming pastoral language, my little Children, I'm writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but for the sins of the whole world. The word for advocate here in the original Greek language is paraclete. Paraclete has been used to describe the Holy Spirit for centuries and millennia even. There are beautiful ancient prayers and liturgies calling upon our beautiful paraclete, the Holy Spirit. It's a compound word. Para means to come to the side of. So it's from this that we get words like paramedic. Right? So to bring medical attention to the side of the person that needs it, to bring it to them. And then we have cleo, which means to speak, to inspire, to comfort. So Paraclete, the Holy Spirit, is to bring to the side of the one that needs it comfort and inspiration. And words of counsel. Who, besides me, has had a hard week this week? So, Casey, it's going to be okay. You can do it, it's going to be all right. Whatever it is, it's going to work out. You can. Do this. You have what it takes to do this. It will be okay. You have a community of people here that love you. It will be okay. You will make it. This is Paraclete. Are we clear? This is Paraclete. Paraclete also, over time, developed this legal connotation to it. So when a person would come before a judge and be found guilty, they'd actually have to get down on their knees before the judge because the judge represented the embodiment of justice in the law and the person would have to kneel in submission before the law so that judgment and sentence could be passed on them. But there was a paraclete always present as well. But in this case, the paraclete wasn't standing next to the guilty person saying, it's going to be okay. You might have to do some time, but you'll come out the other side. You can do this. It's going to be okay. In this case, the paraclete was speaking to the judge on behalf of the guilty saying, this person is guilty, but I am here to pay the fine. I am here to take the cost of whatever this is. I am here to stand in. Let them go free. My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin, but if anyone does sin, we have a paraclete. With the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but for the sins of the whole world. And by this we know that we have come to know Him if we keep His commandments. The last couple of weeks we spent going through this early Reformation. this document from the early Protestant Reformation to give us the orthodox theology on the Holy Spirit, working toward this, the day of Pentecost. So we learned who the Holy Spirit is, what the Holy Spirit's work in the world is about, how one might discern and know that they have within them the Spirit of Truth. And how some who make claim to the Holy Spirit don't have the Holy Spirit of God within them at all. Here in verse 3, we have John telling us that we will know, we've come to know him ourselves if we keep his commands. We talked about these commands a couple of weeks ago, very specifically. We move back to John's Gospel, chapter 13, verse 34. Jesus says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you, so also are you to love one another. This is how the world knows we are Christ's disciples. And that's what we talked about a couple of weeks ago. But John is telling us in this letter that this is also how we know this for ourselves. And then moving a couple of pages later in chapter 15 of the Gospel of John, verse 12, Jesus says this again. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this. That someone lay down his life for his friends. And you are my friends if you do what I command you. This week I swallowed a very bitter pill. Because I realized that with all of the conviction in my heart, I've come and said we must love one another but I realize that I have not loved my wife with this same intensity and so after realizing this I had a decision to make and I've decided that there is no way I'm going to be a fraud Because we came into this with the intention of building authentic, real, genuine community. And I haven't seen it work before yet. I haven't found it to stay true for long. But we committed to this path. And so if we can't have the real thing, I really don't want anything at all. It's a lot of work. So we're either going to have the real deal or we're going to die trying. The second reason I bring this up today is possibly the most important. The warfare that surrounded some of the discussions that we've had this week has been so intense. It's brought us to the precipice. And we've looked over the precipice And there's no green grass there at all. It's black, dark, demonic, and evil. And we realized we can't be alone in this. We can't be the only ones. If we're really going to do this community thing for real then our marriages and families have come or are coming under attack. We've had too many people come through these doors and go, something's different here. We've had too many people say, you're getting something right. This is special. And so I've come to believe with all of my heart that there's no way we're going to build this place without having to really, truly fight for it. And I think it's become abundantly clear just how weak we may be. It's become abundantly clear just how weak I may be. But my bishop told me this is the only thing I have going for me. So if this is the only thing I have going for me, then I stand up here to be the example for all of us. If we're going to get through this, it's going to take more than the right thing to say or the right word of encouragement. We're going to have to climb down into a trench and allow live ammo to be shot at us because there is no way that the evil one wants this to work. I want to remind us of something. I want to show you something that you've seen when we started Four Winds, I want you to be reminded once again of exactly what we are up against. But this time, men, I want you to look at this and realize this is what wants your wife. And ladies, I want you to realize this is what wants your husband. I want us to realize this is what Wants us. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion. Seeking someone to devour. Seeking your wife to devour. Seeking your husband to devour. Seeking your children to devour, seeking your community to devour. I am sober-minded this morning because I realize without this day of Pentecost, we are utterly powerless. But I also realize that even with the power of the Holy Spirit present, we can still get taken out. So, what do we do? There is only one thing we can do be vigilant. This is for real. There really is an enemy, and he really wants you to die. And that will happen through the death of your heart which will happen through the death of your relationships, the things that matter most to you. We must not drop our guards. We must not open our gates. If we stay together, we survive. And I mean that in our marriages, and I mean that in our community. We have a great paraclete, We have a comforter and an advocate. And as we move toward the end of what I have to say today, I need to speak through some visuals again. There's more that I need to say, and I need to communicate it to you as fast as I can. And I want to use a couple of clips to show you what our paraclete is. I want to show you on this day of Pentecost what the Holy Spirit looks like In our lives. So, this first one is our Paraclete, the encourager, the inspirer. And as you watch this, I want you to consider your relationship with your spouse. If you're a single parent, I want you to watch this and think of your children. If you are single, I want you to consider what you want your life to look like in your future family and spouse.
1: Keep your knees off the ground. Right. Show me something. There you go. Ten yards. Show me some muscle. Show me some power. Give me some heart. Let's go. Very good, boy. Very good. Let's run it back. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh,
2: man. That's funny, dude. So, Coach, how strong is Westview this year? A lot stronger than we are. You already written Friday Night Down as a lost Brock? Well, not if I know we could beat him. Come here, Brock. You too, Jeremy. What, am I in trouble now? Not yet. I want to see you do the death crawl again, except I want to see your absolute best. <laughs> what, you want me to go to the 30? I think you can go to the 50. The 50? I can go to the 50 if nobody's on my back. I think you can do it with Jeremy on your back. But even if you can, I want you to promise me you're going to do your best. All right, your best. Okay. You gonna give me your best? I'm gonna give you my best. All right. One more thing. I want you to do it blindfolded. Why? Because I want you giving up at a certain point when you can go further. Get down. Jeremy, get on his back. I get a good tight hold, Jeremy. All right. Let's go, Brock. Keep your knees off the ground. Just your hands and feet. There you go. A little bit left. There you go. Show me good effort. That way, Brock. Keep coming. There you go. It's a good start. A little bit left. A little bit left. There you go, Brock. Good strength. That's it, Brock. That's it. Not the twenty yet. Forget the twenty. You give me your best. You keep going. That's it. No, don't stop, Brock. You got more in you than that. I ain't done.
1: Just resting a second. You
2: gotta keep moving. Let's keep moving. Let's go. Don't quit till you got nothing left. There you go. Keep moving. Keep moving. Keep moving, Brock. That's it. You keep driving. Keep your knees off the ground. Keep driving it. Your very best. Your very best. Your very best. Your very best. Keep moving, Brock. That's it. That's it. That's it! Keep going. Don't quit on me. Keep going. Keep driving keep it. Dri- keep your knees off the ground. That's it. Your very best. Don't quit on me. Your very best. Keep driving. Keep driving. There you go. There you go. That's it. You keep driving. Keep your knees off the ground. Keep driving. Don't quit till you got nothing left. Keep moving, Brock. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Keep going. I want everything you got. Come on. Keep going. It hurts! Don't quit on me. Your very best. Keep driving. Keep yeah. driving. There you go. There you go. He's heavy. I know he's so heavy. I'm by our strength. Then you negotiate with your body to find more strength, but don't you give up on me, Brock. You keep going. You hear me? You keep going. You're doing good. You keep going. Do not quit on me. You keep going. It hurts. I know it hurts. You keep going. You keep going. It's all
1: hard from here. 30 more steps. You keep going, Brock. Come on. Keep going! First! And let it burn! Are it's all hard! You keep going, Brock! Come on! Come on! Keep going! You promised me your best! Your best! Don't no, stop! Keep going! Hard. It's not too hard! You keep going! Come on, Brock! Give me more! Give me more! Keep going! 20 more steps! 20 more! Keep going, Brock! Give me your best! Don't quit! No! Keep going! Keep going! Keep going! Don't quit! Don't quit! Don't quit! Brock Kelly, you don't quit! Keep going! Keep going! Go, Brock Kelly! You don't quit on me! No! You keep going! You keep going! Go, Brock! Ten more steps! Ten more! Ten more! Ten more! more. Keep going! Don't quit! Give me heart. You You can! You can! Five more! Five more! Come on, Brock! Come on! Don't quit! Don't quit! Come on, Brock! Two more! One more! Ah. It's got to be a 50. It's got to be 50. I don't have any more.
2: Look up, Brock. You're in the end zone. Brock. You are the most influential player on this team. If you walk around defeated, so will they. Don't tell me you can't give me more than what I've been seeing. You just carried a 140-pound man across this whole field on your arms. Brock, I need you. God's gifted you with the ability of leadership. Don't waste it. Coach, can I count on you? Yes.
1: Coach? What is it, Jeremy? I want a 160.
0: Please take to heart that although we have such an encourager, it will take everything we've got. Believe me when I say this to you, following Jesus Christ will take everything you have. There will be nothing left if you're going to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. It will require everything you have and all that you are and you may have to carry somebody on your back. It may be worth considering. But the trade is the life that Jesus offers. The trade is almost laughable. We get to let go of all of our rights and all of the wrongs that we're carrying around and be indwelled with the Holy Spirit of Christ so that truly it is no longer we who live, but Christ who lives within us, which means that we get to walk with the exact same authority that Jesus walks in. Exactly. That we get to do exactly the same things that Jesus does. And according to him, even greater. We get to live without the confusion and lay hold of true intimacy with the sovereign God. It's an unfair trade in our favor. This next. Look at the Holy Spirit that I want us to look at really quick. Shows us what the advocate looks like. And this is what the authority of the Holy Spirit in our lives means. This is also what it means to fight for something and what it will look like to face evil and the power of the Holy Ghost. I want you to take particular note of the accuser of the way the evil one whispers in our ears and counsels us in the ways that we should not be going. I want you to see what spiritual confusion looks like. I want you to see the diminishment and the judgment that the evil one uses against us. And I want you to see how he wants us to be disarmed. And I'm asking you again, as you watch this, consider... Your families, your spouses, and your children.
1: Ah,
2: I cannot allow you before Théoden King so armed, Gandalf him by order of Grima Wormtop.
0: The courtesy of your hall is somewhat lessened of
1: late. Theron King is not welcome. Why should I welcome you, Gandalf Stormcrow? A just question, my liege. Late is the hour in which this Conjurer chooses to appear. Last spell I name it. Ill news is an ill guest. Be silent! Keep your foul tongue behind your teeth. I have not passed through fire and death to bandy crooked words with a witless word. Stop! I told you to take the wizard stop! <laughs> Girl. Too long upset in the shadows. <coughs> I would stay still if I were you. Open to me. I release you. Have no power here, Gandalf the Grey. <laughs> I will draw you, Saruman, as poison is drawn from a wound. Read the free air again,
0: my friend. You see how when the spell is cast away, the lie is exposed. The truth of what is real is brought forth. See the recovery of life and the recognition of what matters reveal itself by the power of the Holy Spirit this day of Pentecost men if you are willing to stand with me on behalf of your wife and sincerely commit to vigilance and covering them from the devouring lion rise Ladies, if you are willing to sincerely walk with your husband's understanding that you can be the perfect example of the great paraclete, the beautiful comforter, the one who brings inspiration to the side of your man, rise. And if you're single and you feel this way about your children or if you have no relationship yet but you long for one and this compels you, stand up. You might be standing in this morning and it's all that you can do to stand. Maybe you're having an aha moment. Maybe, oh, now it's making some sense. I'm going to invite you to invite the Holy Spirit. For thousands of years, oil has been used to anoint and consecrate things. It's been used as a measure to transfer grace. And what we're going to do is something we haven't done at Four Winds yet but we're going to do it today. If you want a moment with the Holy Spirit, I mean, if you're just standing and saying, yes, I affirm this, I agree with this, great. But if you feel like you need a moment with the Holy Spirit, I'm going to invite Brad, and we're going to stand down here and lay our hands on you and anoint you with oil. So what I need is for these front rows maybe to be pushed back just a little bit. And I invite those of our musicians who can come and and play softly as we spend a few moments on this day of Pentecost to invite the great paraclete.